Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenny is about to come on and blow your mind, especially if you have been seeing the statistics, you've been looking at direct sales, you've been looking at, at how to really grow yourself and your business, and you're like, man, there's all this evidence that things are, are more difficult or more challenging. We are going to break through that BS nonsense and give you the tools, the empowerment, and the inspiration to move forward and know what you can do to break the, the stereotype, to break whatever is, is going on because you deserve to be your greatest possible self. And I want to say thank you for choosing to become your greatest possible self by being with us here today, by listening to this interview, by growing yourself. And I just, I really acknowledge you for taking one step at a time. Next, we're going to share our iTunes review of the week. And this week it is SwartzB22 who says, win. Chris inspires by encouraging everyone to become the greatest possible self so you can become all that you were created to be. Source B22, thank you so much for that review. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Leave us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can I was I got caught up by that rhyme. I was like, oh, this sounds so good. What you love, what you want to see more of, <laughs> um, and what you want to see, and how we can improve the show for you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much in advance. And keep having fun. Keep growing with us. Hit that subscribe button so you can have all the inspiration you could ever want. Thanks for being here. I'm going to introduce Jenny in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. We are going to go fast and furious and definitely stick around all the way through to the end because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Jenny Bellinger is known as the direct sales dumb. She's the host of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast and helps rock star direct sales moms whip their business into shape. Jenny is a certified professional coach and her message, her methods are not painful, but they are very, very effective. And we are going to rock the house. Jenny, are you ready to bring it? Oh, yeah. Let's go. We are going. I even have my writing prop right here ready. Oh, got the whip. It is. It, oh, we are going there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for being here. We're going to dive right in, Jenny. The theme today is using crises to fuel creation. What is mm -hmm. your interpretation of that? Well, you know, at this point in time, you know, our brains are going at like a thousand miles an hour, yeah. right? Yeah. And of course, one of the greatest definitions I've ever heard about anxiety and depression um, comes from my friend Dallas Amston. And he said, depression and anxiety are misdirected imagination. Ooh. Ooh. right? Ooh. Super powerful. Yeah. I am not typically an anxious person. And so for me to hear that definition, I went, oh, now I get anxiety. Cause that's not a thing that I, I generally allow myself to get into that place right. because I'm such a positive human being. Yeah. So if we can take our minds that are racing a thousand miles an hour right mm -hmm. now with all the different things and instead take that energy and redirect it to our business mm -hmm. 
and go, okay, brainstorming session time. Since you're already going a million miles an hour, that's right. This way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, and it doesn't mean you have to completely pivot and change business or whatever, but just take those ideas and get them down on paper or get them in a note on your phone or on your computer or wherever it is that you want to keep all your stuff yeah. and just get the ideas out of your head. I love that. Use that energy to just create, 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 and put it down. That's what I've been doing. So Podcast good. episodes out so the good. wazoo, written, ready to go. <laughs> just can't can't keep a lid on it it's just flowing out <laughs> right like i i feel like i'm so tapped into this current yeah. energy that's going on yeah. in the country in the world yeah. and you know normally i wouldn't say something like that i'm not typically woo woo like that like on a, on the woo woo scale i'm a 1.5 out of 2 woos <laughs> <laughs> but i really feel that this energy is is feeding this creativity that's coming around my business and, and working with my clients and saying, okay, so how can we, how can we utilize what's going on right now to, you know, set some processes in place, get some systems going, right. Things that they didn't have time to do before because mm. they were so busy working, doing their business, being mom, being whatever. Now's the time. Wow. Wow, I love it. I love you really like you're using it to to fuel, like literal fuel, that this this energy, the energy that is chaos, that is anxiety, that is, you know, stuff that's going on in the world. It's like it is our fuel to redirect, <laughs> right? Because left left unchecked, left unconsciously doing whatever it's gonna do, it's gonna derail us, it's gonna go in a billion different directions. But if we use that and harness it in an intelligent, focused, intentional way, then like anything is possible. And especially with our businesses, it could really be the rocket fuel to get to wherever we want to go in our next level. Absolutely. Cause you know, we're all feeling this. Yeah. We're all feeling this. It, it, it literally, it, the difference is, is how you choose to use this feeling inside of you. Cause all yeah. you're feeling is the, the vibration, the vibration. Yeah. So are you going to use it for good mm. or use it for evil? Mm. And with great power <laughs> comes great responsibility <laughs> to, to say, you know what, I have a gift and I'm going to figure out how I can use it for good. Yeah. And now I've got all this extra energy. So where am I going to put it? Yep. Where am I going to put it? Yeah, let's go. Into my let's business. go save some into people. other people. Peter Parker, let's go save some people. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Exactly. So this is this is great, Jenny. I love I love how we're just flowing into this. I want to talk about you and what you're standing for with badass direct sales mastery BDSM and serving people, especially moms in in direct sales. Tell us more about that. So I personally started in the direct sales world, running my own direct sales business in 2010 okay. and got into, you know, I was coaching my own team starting in 2011. So I was just coaching exclusively with one company for a number of years and became a certified professional coach a few years ago so that I could begin to reach out and help have a positive impact on the businesses and lives wow. of Rockstar Direct Sales Moms across the country, around the world, regardless of what company they're with. That's awesome. uh, because I'm a big believer in the direct sales model. I'm a big believer in the opportunity that people have to get into business because most of the people who are coming into that, coming into direct sales, mm -hmm. um, are coming from service-based industries. They're yeah. coming from nursing, teaching, ambulance drivers, you know, all, that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. They clock in, 
do what they have to clock out. They're not in the business of running a business. So direct sales is a great way to introduce someone to the world of entrepreneurship. The key is to move them from employee mindset to business owner. And so that's what I do is I work with my clients to move them from one to the other, realize that, yes, you are the CEO, the CFO, the CIO, the CMO, the C, you are the C-suite for your business right now. Yes. And so now we're going to, we're going to learn how to wear all these different hats and change hats and get stuff done. Mm -hmm. I I love that. I started in direct sales and um, it was, I was in uh, engineering school for, for electrical engineering and I got my degree, but right before I graduated, I discovered direct sales and I was like, oh my gosh, like I can be free. I can create anything I want. I can do what I want. I can not be, um, like I was unfulfilled in, in engineering. I was like, this doesn't seem that, that like all that it was cracked up to be when I said, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to go get a 40 year degree and work for the rest of my life. That, that doesn't seem like awesome, you know? And uh, I just go I got, work to fulfill someone else's exactly, dream. Exactly. I got that, that fire of possibility rekindled within me that, that fire of like, I can do and achieve anything I set my mind to. I think it's one of the greatest greatest business models for people who are who are like just wanting to take the next step and find something that they they believe in a product or service and then share it with people in a, an empowering way so it changes people's lives and they also get rewarded they get compensated they get to grow their leadership abilities their their um, communication abilities it's like I love it I love the model yeah it's it, it's absolutely phenomenal but it, it's the people who are able to transition from employee to entrepreneur Mm. who are successful, which is why there is such a huge turnover rate because a lot of people are never able to get out of that, that mindset. But the ones who are the ones who seek me out or are introduced to me because they put it out in the universe that they want to make this business work and they don't know how to do it. And magically someone who knows them knows me or they find my podcast and so that's what I do. My podcast is called Badass Direct Sales Mastery, as you I mentioned before. I love it. And I am the direct sales dom. Uh, <laughs> so in case you guys hadn't made the connection between Badass Direct Sales Mastery, B-D-S-M. Yep. So, <laughs> and I picked that theme because, uh, you know, Chris, you and I met at the New Media Summit yep. in 2018. Mm-hmm at your first one, I had been to the one previous to that. And Mm. Steve Ulsher had us come up with our topic of influence. And for me, I was like, badass direct sales. Yes, that's what that's how I identified when I was in direct sales. And I went, BDS, that's really close to BDSL. This could be fun. Let's go with that. (laughs) So so I I attribute all of this back to the new media summit and starting with that, because I was like, what a fun way mm. to approach your business and say, look, I want to dominate my business. Yeah. I want to be in charge of it. Yeah. I'm not going to let my business run me. Amen. You yeah. know, and I, and I think just, I think that's what a lot of people really need is they, they like that would make the difference for them is to take charge and be responsible and say, I'm going to lead this thing to success because if, mm-hmm. if I don't take that level of ownership, then I'm just going to float around like a boat adrift at sea. Like if, if a, you know, a wave comes, it's going to totally derail me and I'm going to be, you know, lost forever and, and, you know, pouting and victims like trying to survive instead of saying like, I'm going to weather this storm. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to put the systems in place. I'm going to train myself. I'm going to get the support that I need to be able to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, 
to continue with that analogy, you know, if your business is a boat, you're not going to go anywhere without the GPS. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. You, and if you don't have your destination in mind, mm -hmm. you are going to be completely afloat in whatever wave, whatever, you know, flow of water comes your way, you're going to have to follow it because you don't have a course to chart. Mm -hmm. You're not going in a particular direction with your business. You're just happy with moving, not realizing that, uh-oh, I just moved backwards because I wasn't paying attention. That is so important that you said that because it, it's so funny because at sea, it's natural to be moving. It's like, oh, I'm moving. Things are great. But so many people are moving so much and then not getting the results that they want. They're not fulfilled. They're feeling exhausted. They're feeling tired. They're feeling like, how can I keep going with this? Like, I, I can't keep going like this. I, I have to change mm -hmm. something, you know? And I think that's, that's the point where like things change and they can actually create a different reality. But like, why wait until we get exhausted and burn out and so frustrated and, and beat up in life to make that change? Like start making those changes now, start getting the GPS in place, getting the destination, the systems and the processes now. Absolutely. And what they don't realize is they're the ones who are holding the oar. <laughs> they're the ones who are standing at the steering wheel, depending on what kind of boat you had in mind. <laughs> By the way, I don't care what's going on in the world. My boat's a friggin' cruise ship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's, you know, seriously, what they don't understand is they're the ones who are holding the oar. They're the ones in charge of where it goes. Mm -hmm. But because they so often let, well, I got an email and I got a text. I got this other thing. And they're letting all the other distractions, everybody else requests on their mm. time, energy, and focus. Mm. Instead of saying, my priority is myself, my family, my business. Yep. Yep. Fill my cup first. Take care of my family so when it's time to do business, I'm good to go. Yeah, and there's no resentment about, oh, my, my family's trying to pull me away or I'm, I'm being, you know, spending too much time on the business. It's like, no, fill your own cup, fill, like fulfill on your family. And, and it's probably like communication too, right? It's like may, you may not be able to do 24 hours a day with your family. And that might be an unreasonable expectation that a lot of moms especially think that they have to go do. Oh yeah, no yeah. kidding. I mean, one of the one of the most fun things I get to do with my clients is say, okay, because almost all of them have kids, yeah. um, and many of them have kids that are around the same age as mine, somewhere in the you know, tween, teen, lower, you know, young teen age. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, so how much housework are they doing, and how much are you doing? Ooh. Ooh. Right? How much are you delegating? Yeah to your cleaning staff because right. you are CEO. Boom. How many CEOs clean their business? You're working from home. Who's cleaning your business? <laughs> if it's you, you're using your time in the wrong place. Yep. You know, get yep. your kids to do it because that's a lesson I had to learn, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I, I love that. It's, it's going from the employee mindset, which is like, I have to, I have to do everything. Um, you know, like I feel like resentment because I have to do everything instead of saying that like, Hey, I'm going to leverage my team. I'm going to leverage the resources. I'm going to get it done. And especially allow me to focus my time and energy on those top priorities, which I think can be a really difficult transition for people to make when they're leading themselves. Well, and and I think in a lot of cases, it's hard for moms yeah. because their thought is, well, but I can do it faster than they can. Yeah. 
understood. <laughs> and you have other stuff to do. Their priority, your kids' priorities, they just want to get back on the computer and play Minecraft again. Mm-hmm. So the faster they learn how to do it, the faster they get it done, then they can get back to the Minecrafting, right? Yeah. And I heard, <laughs> I heard someone say that um, if you think that because you're the best at doing a task, then that means you should be doing the task, then you'd probably be doing everything, right? <laughs> if you do it the best, then why would you delegate it to anyone? And if that's the standard that you run on, it's like, that's, that's, that's lunacy. <laughs> right. Well, and it's, and honestly, it's a gift we give our children to learn how to become self-sufficient yeah. and clean a house. Yeah. Because we are not going to be here for the rest mm. of their lives. Mm. Mm. So what kind of human do you want to put out in the world? And if it's not someone who can take care of themselves, mm, yeah. you know, maybe time to rethink that. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and, and I, I'm sure a lot of parents have the best intentions. But oh, it's like, absolutely. But it's like, how do how are we actually doing and really taking a look at that, which I know having a coach, someone like you, who's able to take a look at how are you spending your time? Where, where are the breakdowns? Where are the miscommunications? Where are things not working? Where are you not getting the results that you want? Then you can really start putting in those systems and processes. Right. Well, and not only that, it, it also helps to have someone who's got the tools. Yeah. You know, because I've already, since I've been doing this for so long now, I've already established literal like chore charts. I love people it. Are like your business coach and you have chore charts. Yeah. For my, for my <laughs> clients, kids here. Yes. Cause then they're it. not doing it. That's a good thing. Right. So I, I have definitely worked on all kinds of tools yeah. that they can utilize to help make their life easier. And guess what? Then they get to make me the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if their kids don't like me because they don't know who I am. That's right. Mom's coaches make me do the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love okay. It. I want to talk about the journey, Jen, Jenny. What was it like for you uh, in the beginning? Like, what were what were some of the biggest like wake up calls that you got growing your business and really stepping into that leadership role and, and serving other people? Well, I'd have to say the most growth I've ever really experienced has probably been when I when I transitioned mm. from direct sales to running my own coaching business yeah. um, because the. The nice thing is when you are in direct sales, as you mentioned, you've got some support. It is your own business, but you've got support, yeah. right? You don't have to do the website. You don't have to do all the other things. The company takes care of a lot of that for you. They do the drop ship, the product shipment, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So when I went into business for myself as a coach, all of a sudden, okay, now it really was all on me. Yeah. <laughs> I really did have to figure out what I was going to do mm. for a website, for how I was going to like do this whole coaching thing. And honestly, when I started the coaching practice in 2017, um, it really has morphed over time. Yeah. I had no intention. Even when I showed up at New Media Summit in 2017, I had no intention of starting a podcast. I had no intention of writing a book. I'm in the middle of doing that right now. Yes. And because I just, I didn't realize, number one, what was possible, how a podcast and the book could positively impact more people than I could ever do coaching one at a time. Yep. Because back then I set a goal of, I want to help a thousand. Mm -hmm. Well, then I, you know, going to, going to Steve's summit, 
made me go, I am not dreaming big enough. Cause yeah. I thought a thousand was a huge number when I started my business. And now yeah. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. I'm going to impact a hundred thousand women and their businesses. And I cannot do that coaching one or four or 15 people at a time. I can't do that. Like, I'm not going to live that long. (laughs) Our lives are finite. So how do I reach more people? How do I help more people? Because the great thing about direct sales is we are are in charge of our uh, time, right? We're in charge of our business. Uh, The problem with direct sales, or one of the issues with direct sales is you're kind of at the mercy of who brings you into the business. Mm. If, if they came in three weeks before you did, they know as much as you do. <laughs> and you're being, it, it's the blind leading the blind, yeah. which isn't the end of the world because that's essentially what happened to me. Yep. I got me brought too. in now, right? Yep. I got brought in. Now, luckily the person who brought me into my business, she had been in direct sales for like over a decade. Oh, wow. She had just switched companies wow. when she and I met and she brought me into the business. So she had the direct sales knowledge, yeah. but she didn't have the company product sure. knowledge. Sure. Which, which that can be learned pretty dang quick, but the habits, the habits well, of being a, a master of your time and your systems and, and persistence and discipline, whoo, that, that can take right? some time to learn. <laughs> and, and one of the greatest one of the one of my favorite trainings she ever did was one she did very early on when I first started and she pointed out to us she said I'm going to tell you guys right now this business is a roller coaster mm-hmm. there are times you are high as high cuz you've got all the parties you've got a team that's rocking and rolling you're selling like crazy it's amazing and then 6 weeks later you're at the bottom of the roller coaster going oh crap Oh crap, what's going on? What happened to my business? Where did it all go? I what happened? She goes, keep doing the work. Whatever gets you back up to the the next high, keep doing that work. Don't stop doing that work. And yeah. your your highs and your lows will yeah. stay higher. Yep. Like, and you're going up. The baseline. Went, the baseline will go up. Yeah. And yeah. I went, Oh, okay. So yeah. she she gave me the 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 idea that. Hey, this isn't all going to be roses and and champagne and whatever. She she made sure to let me know that there was gonna there was gonna be times when I was gonna be slogging through some stuff. Yep. So you That's know that was huge. that was really nice to know from the beginning because so many people in direct sales try and say, "Oh, this is so easy. This stuff sells itself. You don't even really have to work." <laughs> well, no wonder ninety percent of them are gone in five years. Oh my gosh. And I love I love what you're saying there. I had a, um, a a reflection of the principle in my life. I read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Whenever anyone asks what's the first personal development book you read, I said Compound Effect. Like that was that was like the most powerful thing to say. This is going to be a journey, and there's going to be days where I screw up, where I mess up. But as long as I keep showing up and take one step at a time, then nothing is impossible, and I just get to have patience and grace with myself while still, you know, challenging myself and striving to be better every single day. And um, that was that was one of the most profound beliefs I feel like I could have really, you know, planted a seed for in my subconscious really early on. Nice, yeah, yeah. and it's, you know. I can't remember who said it, but 90% of life is how you react to it. Yeah. 10% is the actual situation, mm. you know, mm. and we choose how we react. And there are some people who don't feel that way because they yeah. don't understand the power they have over their own thinking. Wow. Wow. 
I want to I want to dive into some of the the tools that people, especially the moms out there, can be using to to grow their their um, direct sales business. Like, what do you think is a foundation that's really needed? Of course, like don't do it alone. Talk to Jenny. Like, freaking subscribe to that podcast because oh my gosh, if you if if you want to get great at something, you got to study people who are doing it well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I would say that the number one tool that they can probably do to help grow their business is train, be a lifelong learner, Yes, right? Be open to more information. Your upline leader is not the only human being who can support you with that. There are other people. Um, you know, as I was beginning to write my book, one of the things I, I realized that I did early on was I did not just, you know, connect with my upline leader. I found myself connecting to leaders in other companies. Yeah. And saying, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing things? What What's going, you know, how do you run your business? What are the secrets to success for you? Because you've been doing this for eight years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever. You know, just trying to get that little bit of information and say, okay, yes, she's selling like skincare or makeup. I was in the jewelry thing. Mm -hmm. How can I take what she was doing with makeup and skincare and apply it to the bling, mm -hmm. right? So going through that process and being open to learning and not just from your company. Now, granted, luckily nowadays, even compared to when I was in 10 years ago, um, when I first started, there was not a lot of companies that were offering training online. Right. Yep. They still had a lot of it only at conference. Yep. Um, and they relied on their leaders to train their teams. Mm -hmm. Right now we have, you can go on YouTube and probably look for any direct sales training anywhere. Yep. I would highly recommend you go to Badass Direct Sales Mastery YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, I mean, if you can find how to do underwater basket weaving on YouTube, <laughs> and if you think I'm kidding, go look it up. There's not just one two tutorial teaching you how to do it. There's like five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love I, it. I, I thought it. my dad made that crap up when he was like, if you're going to grow up and do underwater basket <laughs> weaving. And so one day, because I, I was telling somebody how many tutorials, like I, if I teach myself on YouTube all the time, how do yeah. I do this? How do I do this? And so I was like, I wonder if, mm. and sure enough, underwater basket weaving is there. So be a lifelong learner, be yeah. open to learning from lots of different people and subscribe to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. Do it. We have it. amazing, well, what we do on the podcast is um, a majority of my podcasts are interviews. Okay. They're interviews with direct sales leaders who've been doing it for three to five years minimum. Very rarely do I interview anybody who has less experience in that because the, the Federal Trade Commission says that 90% of direct sales representatives are out of the business in five years. Wow. 90% turnover rate. Wow. That's huge. So I'm talking to the 10% who've made it three to five years minimum yeah. and saying, okay, tell us your journey. So that way, if somebody's listening, they go, oh my God, that sounds exactly like me. Great. You've got a connection to this person now. Um, I'm asking them, what's, what's the biggest obstacle that you've overcome yeah. in your business? And then what's your secret to success? Mm, what, what's the secret according to 
Chris, what's the secret according to Jenny, you know, whoever it is that I'm interviewing. And they have some really great, amazing, profound, and sometimes very simple secrets to success. That's right. That's right. I think the the best, the timeless principles that make the biggest difference are so simple and basic, but it like really changes our lives when we apply it consistently and with discipline. And I want to talk about the the statistic that's on the headline of the interview, how like last yeah. year that, that it was down like 25, 30% that the industry as a whole, like, can you tell us more about that and, and what we can be doing to, to transform that and not, not fall into that trap ourselves? Well, I, you know, I don't know the exact, exact reason, right? All I can do is say, based on what I'm seeing happening and based on my own personal experience, I personally believe the reason income was down for direct sales Mm -hmm. in 2019 is because there were too many people relying on social media Mm -hmm. to do their entire business. Wow. They, they thought, and, and maybe they got told by the person who brought them into the business. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hear from a lot of my clients, they're asking me questions about social media. And I'm like, look, here's the deal. People get don't get on Facebook. Like if any of you can say that you got on Facebook to say, to, to go buy something, <laughs> I think you're lying. Because we all get on Facebook to connect with our family, connect with our friends, see what's going on in their world. We are not going on Facebook to go shopping. Nope. We go to Amazon if we want to shop. That's right. Right. That's right. So it, I think too many of them are focusing on selling through Facebook, selling through Instagram, selling through social media, mm. rather than anything that happens from connections from that those social media platforms becoming the icing on the cake. Yeah. Those really should be random, happy, yay, I sold something, or yay, I met someone who wants to join my team because they've been watching me for three years on social media, kill it in my business. But do business the old-fashioned way. Because remember, direct sales has been around since the 1950s, Hmm. right? They didn't have social media, so how did they they grow, right? They did it the old-fashioned way. They built connections. They Mm. talked to other human beings and said, hey, tell me about you. I mean, the best sellers, the best sellers aren't selling. Mm. They're They're building relationships. They're listening. (laughs) Yeah. They're building relationships. They're getting to know the people. And then, because all things equal, Mm. people do business with people they know, like, and trust. All things not being equal People do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? In this time, in this day and age right now, given what's going on in the world, how many of you are willing to go take a chance on a business you've never met, Mm. right? How many of you are going, all right, I'm going to the grocery store down the street because I've been going there for 30 years, right? You know it, you like it, you trust it. Yeah. Wow. So I'm curious Mm because... I think technology has brought about so many innovations and so many advantages. What do you think are the advantages that that people should know? Like what what do you feel still gets to be done as far as like old school that's important to keep doing like building relationships for example? I love that. And then how can we use technology to the best of our ability to help us succeed more? Absolutely. Well, I'd have to say that the thing that I work with my clients on probably the most mm-hmm. is automating their business. Mm which sounds odd, um, but 
one of the things that I learned about myself in running my own direct sales business is mm-hmm. I am a night owl, especially given that I had really young kids back when I was running my direct sales business. Wow. I mean, babies. Yeah. I was running my direct sales with babies. So I had to do the work after they were in bed asleep. And by the time we put them to bed the 700th time at 930 and I was finally getting to actually get work done, I'm like, well, it's too late to text anybody. It's too late to call anybody. Wow. Like, I don't want... I don't want to email somebody at 11 o'clock and have their phone ding because they keep it by their bed. And then they're like, oh, that rude chick. She made my phone ding, right? Like, I didn't want to do that. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, I found out that you can get apps for your phone that will let you pre-schedule a text. Wow. So you can pre-schedule it, pre-write who it's going to. And then like if your iPhone... Um, the app that I use, and I am not an affiliate. They don't have a referral as far as I know. I just friggin' love it, and I recommend it to all my clients if they're iPhone. It's something called Scheduled. And you can have, you can ha- pre-set up the person you want to send it to, what you want to say, the day you want to send it, the time you want to send it, and then it will pop up a notification and say, hey, did you still want to send this? Yeah. And then you click yes, and then you click send. Two buttons and your text is done at the time that is reasonable Mm -hmm. for you. So you can go through. So for example, for those of you who are in direct sales watching this right now, if you're party in a party plan model, Mm -hmm. um, you can preset all those hostess texts Mm -hmm. in advance. All the things that are going out two weeks before her party, a week Mm -hmm. before her party, three days before her party, the day before her party, the day of her party. Set it all up, set it and forget it. Yes. Crock pot your business, y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so that's- yeah, technology definitely does play in yeah. to it. It's just it, you want to not necessarily rely on certain parts as to be 100% of your business. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Hmm. What What do you think about the people who say, uh, it's difficult for me to like connect with people to, you know, pick up the phone and call or, you know, different things like that, afraid of rejection, things like that. What, what do you say to those people? Well, it's really a mindset um, because the people who are afraid to pick up the phone and call, who are afraid to reach out, the reason they're afraid is because they are reaching out to the other person with dollar signs in their eyes. Ooh. How much money can I get from that person? And when you're reaching out with that intention, Mm. yeah, that does feel yucky on both ends. We both feel like we just got slimed, you know, it's, it's not cool. Mm. So the people, you know, if you're reaching out to literally build connection, build connection, build connection and get to know people and say, Hey, how can I help you? Mm. How can I help you? You know, then over time, you know, we all, we've all heard it, givers gain or Zig Ziglar also does, you know, help enough other people get what they want and you'll get what you want. Well, it takes work to do that. Mm. Jenny, what's, what has been, um, one of your best strategies or secrets to transitioning the conversation? Cause I know that that can be art in itself from, Hey, like I care about you. And then all right, now we want to go in this direction to to see like how I can serve you with my company. Like, what what do you recommend around that? Well, I think in that case, it's once you've 
talked with them long enough and you know what's going on in their life, if they've said something, because again, as you mentioned before, the best sellers are listeners. They're listening and they're saying, okay, how does this apply? How can I help them with this? Now, here's the thing. Uh, One of my my coaches has a a thing which is all about um, no fish goes unfried, Mm. right? So when I catch a client or a potential client, Mm -hmm. and then I realize, ooh, not my client. I don't throw them back in the river. Mm. I go, whose client is this, if not mine? I'm going to send them to the person they need to go to, right? So listening carefully and finding out, okay, they have, let's say, for example, it's an essential oils person, mm-hmm. okay? Just be- for lack of a, a another thought in my head at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say it's an essential oils person, and they are trying to transition the conversation from how are you, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They're listening the whole time and somebody is talking about what's going on in the world right now and how scared they are of getting this and blah, blah, blah. You know, the essential oils person can go, yeah, that's really scary. I totally get it. I feel the same way. You know, are you open to learning about one of our products that can actually help you with that? Mm. Are you open? Are you open? Is a great question to ask. Are you open? Because who wants to be closed? Anybody? Mm-mm. Anybody? No, right? It's really hard for someone to say no to are you open to hearing about it? Right. Right? right. And it, you're asking permission. So yeah. if they say no, great. Then yeah. you move on and, you know. Right. So what are you doing to protect yourself? So, you know, right. just have continue the conversation. You don't shut down and go, oh, well, you don't want to buy my shit. So <laughs> peace out. <laughs> You know, that's not how you want to run it. Mm. So it's really, it's really permission-based conversation change. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And (laughs) you know, one one thing I wanted to dive into, um, because we talked about automation and something that's coming Mm -hmm. up in my mind is I think a lot of moms might be really great at connecting with people and be being friends and being, being great conversationalists and and checking in and caring. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes they might, have a difficulty with like the systems and keeping track and, and like organizing their business. Um, I'm curious what you found as far as organizing their relationships and building relationships. Cause after like a really short amount of time, it can be pretty overwhelming to keep track of all the relationships where people are at. What have you found works for you and for your clients, Jenny? Oh, wow. There, well, there's three that come to mind, um, for me and okay. each one has different benefits you know, pros and cons, depending on how you think, how you operate, how you move. Sure. Um, there is a CRM for those of you who are listening in direct sales and don't know what a CRM is. That's a customer relationship management tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that was developed exclusively for use by people in direct sales Ooh. and it's called FitFu. Fortune is in the follow-up. FitFu. F-I-I-T-F-U. I right? It. So fortune is in the follow-up. That is one that a few of my clients have found quite a bit of success with. It works for the way that they operate. They love how that one works for them. Uh, Some of my other clients are on something called Teamsy, T-E-A-M-Z-Y, which is another uh, CRM that pops up and says, hey, you, you haven't talked to these five people in the last 30 days. Reach out to them. Wow. Right? So it helps keep you in touch with people in, in the time frame that you set for them. Wow. Right. So it does all of that for you. 
Um, I, I personally use something called, called Connect 365. Okay. And the reason I like Connect 365 is it connects directly to my Gmail account and it sends emails on my behalf instead of through some of the other um, email management systems yep. that are out there um, that have an open rate of 5% or less. My Connect 365 emails have an open have an open rate of approximately 80%. Yes. And that's because it's coming from me. It's not coming from, you know, right. some of the other. I don't want to bash anybody, but right. you know, it's the it's the email companies that everybody else uses. Right. Right. <laughs> to send newsletters and blah, blah, blah. Those don't get open anymore because we just get spam. Whereas yeah. these are actual emails from me. They're not made to look like newsletters. Yeah. It's just text and information from me. Yep. And, you know, I can preset it up days, weeks, months in advance if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually like connect 365 very much just because it is more personal and you can create your own custom templates to use. That's gold. Freaking valuable, Jenny. I love it. I want, I want to hear for anyone who's listening, tuning in, um, which one of those sounds the best for you? Which which one do you want to explore? Put it in the comments. Let us know. Take a screenshot of this podcast episode or YouTube, wherever you're catching it. And uh, this is this is and put it up on social media. Tag me and Jenny. This is this is great stuff, Jenny. I'm loving it. And um, I just I think that the BDSM model as well. I want to I want to dive into that because it's so unique. It's so different, so special. <laughs> Tell us more about how do you weave that into your business and like curriculum and how you serve your clients because I think it's it's so fascinating. Well, it, you know, it all started because of course, like I said, it's all it was something that I was like, "Oh, isn't this funny?" Yeah. right? It's hilarious. <laughs> and then as I decided to actually come out with a podcast that was going to be called that. Yep. And I was like, "All right, so if I were going to do that, what would the art podcast art look like?" Well, you know, I was like, "You got to have a dominatrix in it." And I was like, "But I want I don't want them like thinking of some other person, whatever. I want them to have it be me." <laughs> so I actually went to a photo shoot. Uh, with makeup artists and yeah. hairstylist and a photographer who got a picture of me all dommed up Boom. because what I'm, what I'm hearing from the, my listeners who didn't already know me before I started the podcast. Cause you know, we all start with our mom, right? <laughs> our mom is our first podcast <laughs> listener, right? Yep. So, um, for the people who found me, <laughs> It's because they were they they just searched direct sales and they mm. were scrolling through the pictures and they went, what? Why <laughs> is there a chick with a whip in a corset with BDSM behind her head? What does this have to do with direct sales? It gets them to stop. Wow! Because all the other direct sales podcasts that I was listening to at the time, yeah. um, you know were much more conservative. They Vanilla, were afraid of yeah. offending Vanilla anybody. They business, were afraid of, yep. yeah, they, yep. they were, well, they were just afraid of, of, of offending anybody and chasing sure. anybody away. Sure. And what I found in my research with people was, um, when you think of a direct sales consultant, what do you think of? And I had people telling me, I see, um, soccer moms. Mm -hmm. I think of, you know, 
somebody who is uber Christian, maybe they homeschool their kids, they're super conservative, you know, whatever. And I went, oh, so you think of everyone who's not me. <laughs> right? And I'm like, yes, I'm a mom with kids, but I, I am not what, what you would term a soccer mom, right? right? right. So I was like, so there's a tribe of people out there who are not feeling connected to any of those people. Yes, they can. Those other podcasts have great content, but they're listening to those people going, Oh my God, just freaking get to it. (laughs) Cause that's me. Right. (laughs) So I was like, I got to have something fun that makes it entertaining. And so each and every one of my podcast episodes, we talk about um, a safe word because as I'm interviewing people, I'm like, if you think I'm, I'm pushing too hard. If you think I'm going too far with a question, the safe word is meatloaf. (laughs) and they're like okay and and the reason is is because i would do anything for love but i won't do that (laughs) right so it makes it fun now here's the thing i've never in any of my interviews had anybody safe word because of course a good dom doesn't push boundaries Mm. right to the point where you have to safe word you Mm. have to understand the person you're talking to, the person yeah. you're in interaction with. That's so, so I also weave in other BDSM themes in my monologue episodes where I, where I actually kind of educate people about the kink Yeah, <laughs> and say, okay, and here's how it applies to direct sales. Wow. So, um, and, and I do that with the help of all my friends who are in the kink world who are, it. who I'm going, okay, Give me a theme. Give me a topic. Let me see if I can apply it to direct sales. <laughs> and so far, it's working. I'm curious. How has it impacted your your romance, your romantic life, and your family life? Tell us more about since beginning the BDSM theme and culture in in your business and how you support clients. Tell us more about that. Well, in terms of my own personal life, yes, it has changed my entire. <laughs> entire thing because you know we have conversations now around different yep. things and i'm like did you know that x y and z is a thing wow. let's talk about that yes. you know so we you know so my boyfriend and i do actually talk about those kinds of things and have conversations and you know and it's just all come from the fact that we're like oh this is interesting let's learn more about this right um so that has impacted my personal life interestingly enough yeah. personal life follows business life interesting yeah. um but I have also found that there are some people in, cause I, I am somebody, I don't know if you can see the logo back there. I network in B and I. Um, and so there are some people who, when they found out about the podcast, were like, Oh, Oh, I don't. Cause for those of you who don't know, I live in the Bible belt. I'm, I'm in the Midwest. <laughs> and so there's a lot of people who are, who are very kind of iffy mm-hmm. about the whole thing. And I said, well, do me a favor. No one knows if you listen to the podcast, even I don't know. All mm. I get are numbers, yep. like literally how many downloads. I can't tell who they're from or anything like that. If I can request that you'll just go listen, mm. and if you don't like it and you're not going to be able to share it, just say, hey, this isn't something I can do. And that's okay. I'm okay with that because if you feel that way, your tribe, the people who know you, are probably not my tribe anyway. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Or at least they're hiding it really well. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but most people after they listen, they go, oh, okay, it's not that bad, right? <laughs> um, you know, I do have an explicit filter 
or, yep. or explicit rating on it because we do talk about BDSM concepts and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But, and I do tell my, uh, interview guests that they are allowed to use grown-up words. Yep. <laughs> You're allowed to use grown-up words if you want to, but it doesn't mean you have to. Totally all up to your level of comfort. Um, and so I I just play off of whoever I'm talking to. So if they drop an F-bomb, then it's Boom, on. Chakalaka. Right? <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. But, but that's because I know people who want to listen to me are okay yeah. with that. And the people who aren't cool, there are, there are like a hundred other direct sales coaches out there who are perfect for you who aren't me. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It's like really, really creating that like, Hey, I'm, I'm a perfect fit for my people. I don't need to be a perfect fit for everyone. I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um, even probably in direct sales, right? Like who do we, who do we resonate with? Who are the people who we want to be having conversations with? It's not everyone. Like who do you, who do you love talking to that you think would be enjoyable just to sit down with and connect with and you want to serve them. And then if it's, uh, if there's an opportunity for them to grow your business and like grow that, then awesome. But you just, you got to work with people you love first. Oh yeah. And I have that conversation with people in direct sales, people who aren't in direct sales, of course, because you know, being in a networking organization, I'm, I'm talking to, you know, I know a million realtors. I know 700 chiropractors. I, you know, (laughs) you know, all those businesses that are very highly represented at the chamber at the whatever. Right. So when I meet with someone and I'm like, who's your best client? And they start out with anyone or someone (laughs) sorry if you're listening on the podcast i crossed my eyes okay um no i i can't i i cannot grab my phone open my contact list and find anyone Mm. if i type the word anyone into my contact list it doesn't come up if i type the word someone into my (laughs) contact list it doesn't come up right (laughs) what i need to know is tell me you know within HIPAA compliance standards for those of you who are chiropractors or whatever, but think of your top three clients who are your absolute favorites that if they called you, you pick up the phone excited to talk to them. Yep. Who are those three people? Give me some descriptions or characteristics or values that make them wonderful clients for you. So that when I meet that person, when I see that person, I know to send them to you. Right. I don't want to send you everyone. Cause if I send you everyone, guess what? You also get the clients that you freaking hate. Mm-hmm. You get the pain in the butt ones, yep. but those pain in the butt ones are a fish that someone else wants to fry. Yeah. Right. It's, along the journey, it's, it use it's like serves as clarification. Like who, who is it that I really love to work with? Cause oftentimes we're dealing with people, especially moms who are getting started, right? They might have some success, but it's like really, how do I get to my next level? How do I create the automation? How do I create the freedom? How do I like really change my family's like legacy and what, what we're able to do because of this income? And it's like to get to that level, it really takes dialing in and noticing those trends, those patterns and like niching the heck down and crushing it. Yeah. If you want to get rich, niche. I don't know who said it, but if you want to get rich, niche. And so that's why when people find out I'm a coach, and then not only that, but a direct sales coach, they're like, wow, yeah, that's that's yeah. quite the niche. I'm like, yeah, because there's a whole bunch of people who need me. Yeah. 
whole lot of people who need me. And that, again, that's something I learned <laughs> from Steve Ulcer. You know, there are people every day who are praying for me. They just don't know I exist. Mm-hmm. I got to get out there in front of them. Mm-hmm. And this is how I do it. I network, I podcast, I work with other podcasters because there are people out there who are going, especially today, going, how am I going to stay in business? Yep. What am I going to do? And now they're thinking, oh, well, maybe if I talk to a coach, that could save my business. Because what do I not know? What does my upline leader not know that she knows that she can help me with? Because I'm not here to replace your upline. I'm here to support your upline. Mm -hmm. I'm here, you know, and that's one of the big questions I get from people is, you know, well, don't they have someone to help them? And I'm like, yeah, but we can't guarantee what kind of person that is. And I I got into coaching because I realized I was lucky. I had an amazing mentor. She's still a friend of mine. She's fabulous. She's an amazing leader. She gets the sales thing. She's phenomenal. And I realized I lucked out. Out of 20 million Americans, I could have ended up with anyone else. And I got her as my leader. And I went, other people need someone like that. Mm. And the only way I can do that is to get out of the company and go be this person for other people. Yeah. So, so good, Jenny. I love it. As we wrap up with the, the final takeaways, I want to go back to the, like with, with chaos, with, you know, things that are going on in a lot of people's lives. Like, what do you think is important to really keep top of mind as we move into these next weeks and months? Like what, what do you think is going to make the difference for them in their business? Ooh, that's good. Um, right now, I think it's really take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are so focused on the news. They're so focused on the stress, the anxiety that they're not doing even the little basic things uh, to take care of themselves. Um, put yourself first for five minutes a day, 10 mm-hmm. minutes a day. If you, can, if you can do 30 minutes, please, dear God, put yourself first for 30 minutes a day. Go for a walk. Do some guided meditations if you're not into doing meditation. You know, drink water, eat clean, you know, (laughs) don't eat junk. Give your body the best possible chance to feel as wonderful as it can in these times. Mm -hmm. Fill your cup first, take care of you, and then work on the other people in your life. So good. So good. I love it. I love it. Um, And it really goes back to that beginning when you were talking about like first fill up my cup, then my family, and then my business will thrive because I'm, I'm taking care of that. And those, those primary things. Business bounce, business bounces back. Yeah. It always does. We had a great depression. Guess what? We came back. We had the recession of 2008. We came back. Businesses slowed down right now, but thank goodness for all this technology, because guess what? Business has not come to a complete screeching halt. Mm. There are still people doing business thanks to technology. It's an amazing opportunity right now. And of course, we don't want to be opportunistic Mm. with this necessarily, but certainly understanding that we still want to keep that energy of money flowing. Flowing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's all perspective too, right? Like how do I perceive this, these, these moments? And I I was talking to um, Jim Padilla, who was at new media summit. Great, great guy. And he was talking about like in this season, while most people are like contracting and shrinking and not 
not um, pushing the boundaries. He's like, we're, we're hiring salespeople, investing in ads, improving our processes. Like we're, we're moving forward full steam ahead. So I think it's like, you know, how do we choose to really relate to, to the times? There's always going to be like something. There's always going to be something. The question is, how do we respond to it? I love what you said earlier. It's 90% of how you respond, how you react to, to what happens. 10% is actual situation or circumstance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on. This has been so much fun. I yes. love this. I so, needed this in the middle of my day. <laughs> I know some people are wanting, wanting the whip in their life, getting, get their kink on. <laughs> yep. Let me tell you the riding crop. It's, it's awesome. It's fun. How do people get until more? You try it. How, do, how do they get more? <laughs> how do people get more of that, Jenny? <laughs> of course. Well, we have Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast, which is yes. available on all podcast platforms. Uh, I am, of course, on Facebook, Badass Direct Sales Mastery. Um, and that, that's probably the quickest, easiest way to get a hold of me is through Facebook. Um, and you can find me through there and I'm Jenny Bellinger, J E N N I E on Facebook. So friend me, I'd love to get to know you. How can I help you? Boom. I love it. I love it. It's like the professional, the systems, the get shit done. And then you also got this like, Hey, I'm real. I really want to get to know you, connect with you. I care about you. And how can I serve you? And I love the, no fish goes unfried and like say, Hey, if if I'm not the person who can serve you at the highest and best, like who can I connect you with? Who can I really refer you to? I think that's a really abundant mindset. I think it's really, really important, Jenny. Oh, there's 20 million Americans doing direct sales at any given time. I cannot handle 20 million clients. There's no way. There's no way, right? Um, I, would I love to? Yes, but I not well, right? And I want to serve them well. Yes. So no, and if you want to know more about No Fish Goes on Fried, talk to Virginia Mooskies. Ooh, yes. Yes, She's my I coach. Love I love it. Jenny, yeah. you are just a blast. Thank you so much for being here. Keep bringing the kink to the world and transforming <laughs> these moms' businesses. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you soon, okay? Absolutely. All right. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode But this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, 
head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.